code. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the best podcast you will ever listen to. Voted by me. Turn it up. <laughs> That's the energy that we like to hear. The number one podcast in the world. Get by, <laughs> voted by me. <laughs> What's your code name? Raylan Rodriguez. <laughs> Raylan Rodriguez. Yeah, super factual, super true. Yeah. Thank you for joining in. It's great how how are we here. going? Dude, do you know what? Thriving? I'm actually feeling really good lately. Mm-hmm. I feel like my vibes are lifted. Have been through the roof. Yeah. Lately. Um, yeah, I think it's a mixture of having a semi end date for COVID lockdown here in Sydney. Absolutely. Knowing I get my second vax this weekend. So COVID. Are you this weekend? Yeah. So yeah. COVID cannot touch me. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, well, well, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can still like brush up against me a little bit, but like, I just feel, you know, what a lot more protected. What are you going for yours? I might go on Friday. I'm going Saturday. <gasps> fun. Okay. Well, okay. Have fun one day being double vax. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like it's, like, lifts a bit of anxiety off, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, it's getting warmer. Definitely. Going for swims. Mm-hmm. I bought a bike. That is fun. That is, like, peak lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, like, my favourite thing right now. I had to get one off Marketplace because, segue, but bikes are really hard to get right now. Really? Probably yeah. because everyone's trying to buy them. Probably. In lockdown. Mm. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I had to wheel and deal someone on Marketplace to get a cute little pink bike, but... Does it have a little front basket? It does. Stop. I know. Wow, you need to send me photos of this. I will. It's the cutest fucking thing ever. My... They pen. My, my pen. <laughs> Stop saying it. It's so <laughs> gross. Um, and I, we, like, went for a ride and we picked them up and, like, went to the beach. That and then we, so like, wholesome. rode past the bottle shop and, like, got some tequila on the way home, like, through the drive through bottle shop. It was just so oh nice. Oh, my God, that's so <laughs> I was, like, Made some little mugs. Yeah, vibes are high. Vibes are high. Yeah. How are you? You know, I'm just, I actually agree with everything you said. I mm. think since we've got a lockdown end date, I feel phenomenal. Yeah. I feel great. It's like the skies are less gray. Yeah. And I, they are actually quite blue because it's coming into summer. I'm, I feel so excited. I've said this on my vlog so many times, but I know it's now that we know that we're getting out, I, I just feel like I'm happy and just excited. Yeah. <sighs> just living life. <laughs> I'm so I'm just like living life. life. I also heard that your belly chain arrived, so you know what? I was gonna post a photo <laughs> and tag girl code, but I tried to get a cute photo of just like the belly chain on my bed. It looked a bit weird. That is really weird. I really <laughs> wanted to do something funny and just like see if anyone picked up on it, but it didn't really work out. It's just a photo of your belly button. Yeah. And, like the chain, you're like at girl code, everyone's like, what the fuck? What? Yeah. You freely. But I can't wait to where I've been doing a lot of online shopping, like prepping all my summer outfits. Mm. Oh, it's just so exciting. I don't know. Mm. I feel like... he's booked. Toddy's is booked. Yeah. Don't. Toddy's. We're such a meme. Like We're such a meme. But yeah, so vibes are high. Vibes are freaking high. Yeah. Don't really have anything else for you, though, unfortunately. Yeah, I just feel like we just need to cut, like, the update segment for the time being. Because, like, we don't have anything to talk about. Yeah, like, quick... To put it shortly, yeah, there's nothing. No. Yeah. But just you wait for <laughs> post-lockdown, baby. It's not, I'm just so excited. I love it. Like, it's actually kind of funny thinking, like, what our updates have been. It's like, I bought a bike. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Like, peak <laughs> lockdown content. We're like, ooh. Yeah. Wow. I went, I went for a swim. have a basket. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait till we have actual good updates. Dude, me too. Like, I blacked out so hard and, like... <laughs> fell down a flight of stairs and, like, ended up in the ER. Like, I hope that's you, not I'm me. Kidding. I'm totally kidding. Kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> not really. 
like yacht. We were like on, we were like on like a boat, like you oh, know, like fun. Don't oh, stop. Oh. Even like traveling, I can't wait to travel again internationally. Like I know. Oh, my so God. exciting! I'm so excited. We need to like do a bucket list. Um. Anyways, this week's episode, we're talking about rejection a really fun well actually do you know what it can be a fun part of life i was being sarcastic but you know as you're gonna learn it can actually be a blessing Mm -hmm. but also can be quite shit and there's this topic i think we'll take it from a few different angles but this goes for so many different areas of life so um i know kaylin you're gonna talk about some like relationship (laughs) stuff um (laughs) Sorry, that's Kaylin. Let's go talk about how you've been rejected. Um, and then, like, me personally, I don't have any personal stories, but no. Um, but, like, no, relationship true. rejection, and then there's obviously, like, career rejection. Yeah. Both of us have dealt mm-hmm. with that. Um, and then also, like, some businessy, like, startup mm-hmm. type rejection as well. So, it goes to every avenue. So many different avenues, and I think you can really take out, like, a lot from this episode. Well, hopefully at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think rejection is such an important part of life. I know that it sucks and it hurts in the time, like yeah. in the moment, but it really is a blessing in disguise. So I'm really excited. I'm so excited for this topic actually. Do you know, I was doing some Googling before because, you know, educated queen, and I found this stat. It was from like an American research document and i'm just gonna read it for you because i'm not gonna try and summarize this so basically functional mri scans compared brain activity in people who had experienced rejection with brain activity in people who had experienced physical pain and found that many of the same regions of the brain lit up so basically it's mm, saying it hurts cute. just as much as like stubbing your toe you no, know completely which well, is like about, super insane I think. think about when you've been told like no it's literally the shit is feeling and it's so upsetting mm, yeah yeah. <laughs> oh we finished this episode we're like <laughs> yeah well in grade seven when yeah. the guy that i liked said that i was ugly and had no tits I'm like, <laughs> so we're gonna start off with career mm-hmm. so i think both of us have being rejected. I feel like yes. everyone's being rejected at some point in their career. Oh my God, absolutely. Um, on their journey. So a bit of background for us, I guess, our own personal experiences. I remember when I first came to Sydney, I actually came here to do marketing. That was my goal. I, I just finished my uni degree. I came here because I wanted to work for like a luxury brand in marketing. And I remember I didn't have anything lined up when I moved here, but I got here and I started applying. Do you remember this? I remember this phase so much. Like, I'd go to work and you'd stay Stop. home and just, like, apply for internships. I was applying for so many internships. Um, I actually applied for one. It's actually a really funny story. Um, I remember I applied for one brand who's, like, a really big Australian fashion brand. And I – this was really stupid of me and really embarrassing, but I felt <laughs> – I remember I spelled the word university wrong in my <laughs> resume, which is really, really embarrassing. Um, note to self, no one, please make spelling mistakes on your resume. But I was applying for all these places and I just didn't get any. I actually don't think I got any acceptances, which was really <laughs> depressing. And here I was like this eager, you know, young. You were so motivated too, I remember. Grad, yeah, this little young uni grad trying so hard and I just didn't get anything and I was so you know, bummed out. It, it, it does really hurt mm-hmm. when you don't, especially if you're so, like, you're trying so hard. Yeah. You're doing all the things. You're taking all the steps. Um, so that was a really painful experience, but that, that, that then led me to now doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Because I had all this other free time from obviously not 
you know, getting another job. So I started to do more of the social media thing, you know, I was putting more effort in taking photos and long story Mm. short, here we are now. Yeah. So it's crazy how things work out. And I think that is like my number one point I want to say with that, with rejection is at the time it can feel like it's just the worst thing in the world. And, you know, your whole like world has been shut off and like it's what you wanted and it hurts in the moment, but it's actually just another step towards success. 100%. I feel like you need it. You do need it. Yeah. It's so important. I think rejection is so important. And it's like one of those things you look back and you realize it's led you to your next thing. And mm-hmm. without that rejection, like exactly what you said, you would yeah. never have been where you are. Yeah. Because if you started a full-time job mm-hmm. or internship, yeah. you would have not had time no. to do your social media I, the way you did. I truly believe that if I got, you know, like a uh, entry-level role at one of these other fashion houses, mm. I would probably still be there today. Yeah. And I'm not trying to say that that's bad. No. But You're just so happy with how your life I'm, is now. Yeah, like I couldn't imagine my life in any other way. And I'm so grateful that I did get rejected because now, in hindsight, it's been the best thing for me. Yeah. And I feel like it can also, you know, if you do, like for me personally, I was working for a company for a few years and I really enjoyed working there at the time. And I remember there was a time when, you know, this girl got a promotion that I really wanted and it hurt me. Like I was so upset um, because I thought that I would probably have gotten that promotion um, from the work that I was doing. And it kind of that rejection made me have redirection because I sat down and looked at what I was, you know, not doing, where my weaknesses were, where my strengths were. And I thought like, do I actually even want to work here or, and like, or am I just upset because I got rejected? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like I was like, is it actually like, am I actually really upset about the job or am I just upset because I've been putting in heaps of work and I didn't get it? Like, do I actually want to work here? Mm -hmm. And you know, it was a great company. Like I loved it, but it did really act as like a turning point for me and that's sort of when I thought like this isn't actually what I want to do so I looked at my strengths and then I moved that across to something that worked better for me and that was you know working for myself and like doing styling and without that you know I would never be here because I would have still stayed there you know so it can definitely be a positive and it's nice to sometimes stop and look and actually see if it's what's hurting you is like the fact you got rejected mm. or, you know, did you actually want it? Yeah. Um, it can, I think, I totally agree. I think rejection can definitely be like the catalyst for change in such yeah. a positive way. And I think it's kind of changing your mindset to look at rejection. You know, your automatic response is, this is so upsetting, mm-hmm. you know, and then losing all your self-confidence, like doubting yourself, even like retracting more, like mm. you know, losing that motivation. I think you need to shift the focus to look at it as like, what is this teaching me? Mm -hmm. What can I learn from this? What, you know, where is this going to push me, like redirect my energy? And I think, I mean, take it from both of us. Mm. It's literally led to amazing things for both of us. And I, another thing as well, as well as if you look at so many different stories of like, you know, multi-million dollar CEOs and founders and startups, they all talk about how they've been rejected so many times. Like I think, You've got some stats to tell yeah. us. <laughs> oh, would you like some yeah, stats? I, to, I love these stats. I, th- I mean, I feel like so many people have heard them. But... You can tell I had some time on Google this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I love them, though. I think it's important. I think it's so important to hear other people's stories as well. Well, some notable rejection stories. So Lady Gaga, Queen, um, was dropped by her record label after three months of being signed. Mm-hmm. Um, Steven Spielberg, he was rejected from the University of Southern California School of Theatre, Film and Television 
three times. Uh, Michael Jordan was cut from his high school basketball team. That is insane. Yeah, what the heck? And Anna Wintour um, was a junior... Yes, queen. Was a junior fashion editor at Harper's Bazaar. And uh, she got fired after nine months. So, oh, and last one. (laughs) Oprah Winfrey was told... Well, she got fired because she was told she wasn't fit for TV. Do with that what you will. Yes. So what we're saying is don't freak out. Don't freak out. And I think it's really important as well with rejection. You know, obviously it's really great to look inward sometimes, look at what you're doing Mm. wrong. Other times you might not be doing anything wrong. It's Mm -hmm. just some things aren't personal. Um, But you need to look at where the rejection's coming from and evaluate if their opinion also matters. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we'll probably go into that more with, like, personal rejection, not necessarily career-wise. But like I said before, it's, like, easy just to get – your ego hurt and like caught up in that the pain of being rejected but it's like do you actually does their opinion matter Mm. like is it just an ego thing yeah is it productive you know so yeah in terms of career I just think it's going to happen I mean brace yourself it's gonna hurt regardless I think Mm -hmm. rejection is always going to be painful but I think if you can train the mind to kind of look at it in a different light and like you said either look at what you're doing and see where you can improve I think that's a great thing to look Mm -hmm. at I think we can always be improving you know what we're doing like for instance if you applied for a job and you didn't get it Mm -hmm. you know look at your resume can you polish it up can you you know add some other element to it just look at what you can do to really improve yourself and then go from there um and then also like again if you didn't get the promotion you know can you be working harder yeah just taking steps to Improve yourself and then redirect. Relationships-wise. Now, this can be, I guess, like friendships, love, family. I don't know. It goes deep, you know. But, I mean, personally, I've definitely been rejected in in relationships. But now, in hindsight, when I'm in a really happy place, it's so easy to see, I guess, like the path that Mm -hmm. it took to get here. That's actually so true. Like, if you look back at all your relationships at the time, they were all so painful. And now look at where you are there. I remember word for word saying, probably to you actually, I was like, I will never be able to trust somebody again. Mm -hmm. I was like, there is no way. And I was just like, I'm never dating someone again. I was like, I will never trust another dude. Like, all men cheat. Like, Mm -hmm. me, me, me. I had, like, very much that attitude. I was probably, like, trying to be heaps positive on the podcast, but, like, I was pretty, like, "Eh." um, yeah, but I don't agree with any of that anymore. And without, I guess, the journey, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be in this place. I'll take Take you on a journey. journey. So, uh, my first boyfriend, um, you know, young love. You think it's going to last forever. And that first heartbreak, I don't think you'll ever be able to compare to your first heartbreak mm, ever. Yeah. Well, I hope not. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. No, I agree. I it's, think it's definitely the worst because you just don't know what to expect either. You've never felt it before, you yeah. know. Um. So, yeah, obviously things ended and it was, like, heartbreaking. I honestly was just like, I'll never get over this, mm-hmm. you know. And then I obviously met my second boyfriend and – both those relationships did end up <laughs> ending for the exact same reason. Mm. I lost my trust and it definitely did completely rock me and my 
kind of idea of relationships, mm. you know, when the only two relationships you'd been in had ended for the exact same reason. I was like, well, my third one's going to be the exact yeah. same. And cheating definitely is a form of, like, rejection. Oh, it my God. Feel, like, it definitely feels the You literally are, like, kicked to the curb for someone else. Yeah. And then also them putting themselves above you. So yeah. you get, like, double whammy. Mm. And it definitely sucks. I'm not trying to, like, take away from that. I'm just trying not to be, like, a Debbie Downer. Like, it, mm. it really hurt. And especially the first one. The first time it happened to me, I think it took, like, a few years to, like, mm. <laughs> recover. No, like, my self-esteem was, like, short. Like, I was, like, pretty all over the place. So what I'm trying to say is I'm glad, as the overall outcome from this, is I look at those relationships now as, like, the journey that led me to where I am now. And where I am now, yes, I am in an extremely, like, healthy, happy relationship, but also myself I have a lot higher self-esteem self-worth I don't think all men are shit I don't have trust issues Mm -hmm. (laughs) um yeah I don't know I just feel like I'm in a lot better place and I don't think I would have got there without you know all the rejection yeah you know um and I think it also has made me a lot more appreciative in a sense like now I value my boyfriend so I don't want to say so much more because I don't know what it's like to not value him, but I just think having these shit experiences have made me treat him probably like a lot yeah. better. Like I value a him. Experience. Yeah. And I don't know. It's, yeah, it's definitely life experience. But what I'm saying also is that, you know, when my first relationship ended, that was like the end of my yeah. world. I was like, this is who I'm going to marry. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm so in love. And now I'm like, thank God. That ended. And the same thing with the second. I was like, oh, you know, like, we're so solid. Like, this is good. And I didn't think it could get much better. In hindsight, I'm so glad that every single thing that has happened to me in my love life has happened to me. And, you know, whether that's just I know I would never treat someone as badly (laughs) as maybe I've been treated to I appreciate them a lot more. Um, But also just personally knowing that I got through that. I think is like really powerful and sometimes as much as heartbreak sucks when you know you can get through it you are a little bit less scared Mm -hmm. maybe for it to happen again and I think it was really scary for me going into my current relationship because it all happened really quickly we fell for each other really hard and I I definitely had a bit of a wall up at the start because I was like oh no like I don't want to get hurt again but you know you kind of just have to not be scared for it to fail Mm -hmm. and for me I was like look worst case I get my heart broken again I've gotten through it the last two times like I will be fine um like let your guard down and just go for it kind of thing and it's definitely paid off because now I'm like the happiest I've ever been so I don't know what I'm what what I'm trying to say so what I'm trying (laughs) to say is well I just I think it's important to not let it stop you I think that's so true I feel like I completely agree. I, I've been there, like, to watch you mm. throughout these experiences in your life. <laughs> and I saw firsthand, like, how devastating it can be when you are rejected, cheated on, mm. how much it can crush your self-confidence, how much it can kind of, like, push you back a little bit. But I think if you can turn that into learning experiences, like you yeah. said, and kind of use it to then rebuild, you know, self-esteem – Mm-hmm. look within i remember when the second mm. second boyfriend you really like just 
worked on yourself. Yes. And I think that was the best, like, literally, it's, like, the best thing for you. Yeah. And now, look where you are. I'm so much happier. Exactly. And I, yeah, I think without that first rejection, Mm -hmm. the second one would have been a lot harder. Yeah. And I kind of, yeah, you just have to look for the positives in shitty situations like that. And if anything, yeah, like I said, I'm so glad that what's happened to me has happened to me. And now also I can talk on this podcast. You can help other people. Yeah. yeah, Hopefully help you, which gives me purpose, you Mm. know, but I never would have had that without the experiences. And also it just, you never would have now met Tom. No. Well, did you say his name on the podcast? Uh, sorry. <laughs> That's so weird. We were my boyfriend. <laughs> um, but it's true. Yeah. Like, if you never went through that, if you never went through the first one and then the second one, then you probably, like, we literally went to Byron Bay. Yeah. To get over. Yeah. Can, we, can I say this? Yeah. Well, we never actually said when I first spoke about meeting him mm. happily happily we didn't i never said that it was in byron because i didn't want anyone to figure out who mm. he was because i was like too obvious yeah um but no we actually met in byron and the reason we were actually there was because when i went through my breakup like a few months prior we we're like we need to book a girl's trip mm. like let's go do something and then we couldn't really line up the dates and then it ended up being our friend's birthday so we're like let's just book it for then but without the breakup I'm, we never would have gone. I mm. never would have met him, which is so weird. So weird to think about. But that's just how life works. Literally, yeah. it's how life works. And I think, again, if one door closes, another one opens. And mm-hmm. if not, a better one opens. Like, 99% yeah. of the time. I feel like as long as you look inwards, work on yourself, and just try and be positive, you'll just be on this journey. And then eventually you'll get somewhere and you'll look back and see exactly why it all happens. Mm-hmm. And you'll be like, wow, I'm so glad this happened yeah. to me. So the last, I guess, pillar of rejection that we want to talk about is from the business side of things. Mm-hmm. So I think, I don't know, I think a lot of people can take, I guess, the main points out of this one. But if you guys are, you know, doing something like a startup or if you're, yeah, just like any like entrepreneur type of, what's the word? Endeavor. Endeavor. I think this will be really helpful. So... So speaking from personal experience, um, in my life, I guess, from my business point of view, um, when, and this relates back to the first like quotes you were talking about is when one door closes, another opens, or if something's just not going right. So not necessarily a rejection, but still on the same, I guess, spectrum. Mm -hmm. So when something's not going right in a business sense, and for me personally, this kind of started off and I've never really spoken about it, but I definitely Mm -hmm. want to do like a dedicated podcast topic about girl code exclusive girl code exclusive anyway so when I first started up I was actually with an agency and this branding agency you know at the time it was really helpful for me because I was doing a lot of other things at the time so it made sense for me to go this direction can Um, I explain what they do so yeah so basically this branding agency um basically holds your hand through the whole process of starting up a fashion line. So they have their own suppliers, their own um, in-house marketing team. They um, have their own designers. And basically you just tell them like your ideas and they basically like build everything from like the back end for you. Mm-hmm. Which for me, because at the time I was writing my book and that was taking up so much time. And it was also when my social media career was really starting to take off. So I was so busy, Mm. so I didn't have time, but I did have, like, a pretty decent income. So I had the money but not the time. So I think if you're looking at starting up a brand, then I know that might make sense to you, but that's what I was doing for, like, the first – I think I was working with them for, like, a year maybe. 
Yeah, like behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes a year. And it started off really well, but really quickly it just wasn't working. No. And I really noticed straight away, like, and having conversations with other startup, like, brand founders in the industry. Like, I have quite a few friends who also have their own brands. And I just quickly realized that this was not the correct move for my business at all. Um, and I definitely was, like, losing a lot of money and... Because you pay month to month, yeah. right? So regardless of the... It's like a retainer. It is a retainer. So and you're always paying the same amount per month. Yeah. Regardless of what happens. Yeah. Work-wise that month. Yeah. So I quickly realised that, you know, and this isn't... I'm not saying that this doesn't work for any everyone. I think, like I said, if you have, you know, um, a very large... I guess, cash flow ready to inject into something and you don't have the time, then I think it would be really useful for you. But for me, it just wasn't the right fit. And I really quickly realized that this is just like not working for my brand. I guess it's not really a form of rejection, but it definitely was a form of like one door was like quickly shutting. Mm. And it that then led me to really like look internally and reassess and restructure my whole business. So if you guys have been watching like the vlogs, I've been speaking about it for a while, but we really had to like reshuffle everything so I had to get my own warehouse um I've had to find like my own just like all these other things that are involved with running a business but it was just such a I was so stressed it was kind of like a restart I feel like you had to restarted my whole brand find suppliers you had to redo do all the things that a lot of people do at the start in the middle which is so stressful because Mm -hmm. you're already like when's the next drop it was actually so stressful yeah when I'm reflecting like it was a really hard time you're like restarting right in like in the middle of of everything yeah I wish I could go back to my younger self and be like don't do this but reflecting Mm -hmm. I also did learn a lot from it and then it also has led me to you know where I'm at now which is just like flourishing I guess yeah and I'm sure it helped you get it moving a lot quicker yeah yeah yeah. look back on the positives but this is what I'm trying to say is like when things don't work out you can always learn something from it and if something's not working it it kind of leads you to something better so Mm -hmm. it, it forces you to look inward so I had to do that you know I was looking at where I was spending unnecessary money you know what I should have been doing all these other steps and things and now it's literally been the best thing that ever happened to me so that's my little story for you guys. Um, but I just, I really do think that rejection is so important, especially in a business startup sense, because it really does, it's a step in the right direction towards something better. And I think if you have a clear vision of what you want and which personally, that's what I've always had for 23rd, I've always known exactly what I wanted the brand to be, you know, where I, where I saw the brand going in 10 years. And I think having a clear vision of your startup or your brand or whatever it is, is so important. And also having the self-confidence to back yourself. No, I agree. It's like, obviously it's so hard, especially with like business when it's your baby, you know, Literally. and it's also really hard sometimes to admit that like maybe you made the wrong choice. Uh-huh. You know, I've definitely felt that before. It's yeah. like, okay, like sometimes it, it, It's not wrong because now we know it Mm. has led to the right thing. But at the time, sometimes, especially when you put so much love and time into anything, it's a really hard pill to swallow to be like, hey, like, maybe this was the, like, Mm -hmm. not the best move. And especially when you lose money and time. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it it hurts. Like, it definitely hurts. I think that's really mature for you to just be like, oh, all right, cop it. Let's move on. Mm -hmm. Learn from it and just keep going rather than give up. Because if you gave up at that point you know, like, then you've just, 
like given up yeah. like you know, do you know and you would never have gotten yeah. to the next point mm-hmm. um so. and I think it's so true I think you know from a startup sense if you guys are about to launch something at this any startup journey takes so long oh my god yeah and it's full of hurdles and setbacks and rejection and I think you just have to keep going like even having conversations with my mum and dad they would always say this to me they're like mm-hmm. you're always gonna have like setbacks and like failures and things like that so just keep pushing it literally can take years yeah oh my god i have so many business rejection stories yeah i'm like where do you guys want to tell start us, tell do you us know one. what i will i will unleash and i don't think i've really spoken i've been very vague i think recently about like what i do for work so this is semi like a long story but whatever so when i was doing styling after the last story when i quit my job blah blah blah, blah so i was doing that I'd been doing that for quite a few months, um, just freelance work. So I wasn't making very much money at all. I was like just scraping by doing like jobs here and there, but there was no guarantee for my work. It was very like red hot. <laughs> like some weeks mm. I would have like three jobs and I'd make like a bit of money and then the next week I'd have no work. So it was really high risk, that job, but I loved it. So we were just, I was just plodding along, doing styling and then COVID hit for the very first time, which was crazy. And I remember I got back from Bali and I had to isolate for two weeks. And that was like the end of the world for me. I had no money. Like I had like- This was such a stressful phase. Oh, this was so bad. So I went to Bali thinking everything was fine. Spent pretty much all my money there, um, which, cause I had none. And I was just like, I'm gonna go on a holiday. But I had heaps of jobs booked for when I got back. And basically when I was at the airport coming home from Bali, all my jobs canceled because I had to isolate um, because I was in another country and it was just like heartbreaking. I was so sad. Like I was like, oh my God, how am I going to get by (laughs) without working for two weeks, which now we know (laughs) went on for a lot longer. Um, But yeah, so basically that rocked me. I had no money and it just made me re- obviously the lockdown went on for a lot longer than that and obviously we're still <laughs> feeling the effects of covid but that was the first time that i really had to take a look and be like this format of work that i'm doing of just getting by week to week is not working and you know it kind of made me realize that my next job was never guaranteed you know and that scared me so then the idea of wasteless was born which was um my online store, which I still have, but we'll get to that. <laughs> my online store selling um, secondhand clothing from influencers and whoever. Right. So that started and I was working on that and that started going really well. That was like through COVID because I started having something else to work on and it made me feel a little bit more stable rather than having just that one unreliable source of income. Um, so yeah, that was built from, I guess, that low point. And then I mean, like any business, there's issues. And I had kind of like a incident, which I've spoken about on this podcast before, where a market activation that I wanted to have didn't work out. And that definitely made me, again, look at the business, reassess and take it in a new direction. And then... <laughs> but that was like so hard for you, that in itself. Yeah. Do you how like upset you were? I was that? like really upset. Yeah. Um, I feel and like I've like, kind of like blocked it out. That's so true. Like, now, like, you can talk about it, but, like, at that point in time, that was, like, so upsetting. I was so sad. I just felt like everything that I felt the brand stood for and what I stood for was twisted in a sense. So twisted. 
So when I started Wasteless, I had every intention of it being a good thing, you know. So I was selling influencers clothes and my vision was to keep the clothing out of landfill because I saw how many pieces of clothing that influencers, you know, acquired just to maintain their role, you know. So I thought, why not give them a second life at a really heavily discounted price to, you know, other people and keep them from just ending up in landfill or in the bin? Plus, obviously, you know about the business. I was giving back to charity as well with each purchase. Um, and the influencer had a choice of how much they wanted to give the charity, but it was a minimum of 10% from every sale. So I had every intention of it being a good thing. And I wanted to do a good thing for charity and, you know, the environment and, um, yeah, I definitely had to <laughs> had some setbacks with an activation I was going to do. I wasn't super clear about the percentages going to charity. There was like a bit of mixed messaging and it just kind of blew up into this big issue, like media involved and it was really hectic. I spoke about it on an earlier podcast. If you want the full story, I don't really want to go back into it, but basically it was, it was pretty big for me and it really, really upset me because I felt like I didn't know how to explain myself because... I didn't, I'm not very good at wording things. Um, it was just me doing the marketing. I'm not someone who works in marketing. So after that setback, I took a little bit of time off and then reassessed, you know, how I wanted to do things. Um, and which was great. It was definitely a learning curve, um, made me learn so much, you know, as hard as it was on like a personal and a business level, it definitely, I've grown from it. I started working on Wasteless more after that, reassessing everything. And then I was just getting swamped with work, like other things. And then the second lockdown hit, which made it, oh, also I crashed my car <laughs> and we had to move out of our apartment. So it made it virtually impossible for me to run the business anymore between posting orders and getting to the warehouse and just logistics wise, it became really, really hard. So I had to take a step back. Um, and I decided just to take this lockdown off and put a pause on the website and a pause on everything. So I could step back and reassess. And I, that was really hard for me to do because my pride was definitely involved, especially because I had that big incident. I felt like I had to keep going. And if I stopped, it would look like I was, you know, failing or, you know, I, I let them win in a sense, which is not at all the case. I just knew that I had to take a step back because I'm not going to try and force something that wasn't working. Like we had lockdown, so many things were in the way. So I just took it as a time, like a sign to stop, reassess, reevaluate everything, which is exactly what I've done. So now I feel like I'm ready to start working on it again with a new direction, which I haven't started yet. So keep your eyes peeled. Um, but also from the second lockdown and all these incidents <laughs> with Wasteless that were setting me back, I then also took on something else for work, um, which again, <laughs> I can't talk about it right now. <laughs> it's like in the works, guys. Something's in the works. No, but it's true. I feel like from what I've said in those stories, every single setback has led me to something else in summary. I know I just went on a really long spiel, but every single thing that hasn't worked or every setback with COVID or money or whatever has led me to something else. And I'm currently living in that right now. You know, I'm starting my next thing. I'm reassessing Wasteless. And yeah, I think there is sometimes power in if something's not working, just stopping. Mm -hmm. And don't think of that as you failing. 
Um, by stopping, I mean like stopping and reassessing. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd rather stop and take a look at everything and look at how um, I'm doing my work and the business and reassess rather than just keep going because I my pride's involved mm. and putting out something that's like mediocre yeah. or pushing something that's not working. I want to chime in here and give you guys some real life stories. Mm. I have been obsessed with following the journey of the Canva CEO and founder, Melanie Perkins. I don't mm. know if you guys have heard of her, but Kayla and I were talking about this before, but she's incredible. So she actually, I was watching, she did an interview with someone and she was basically talking about how she pitched Canva, which for those of you guys who don't oh, know it's the best. what Canva is, it is, I use it every single day, mm. you use it every single day. It's incredible. It's like an online template design website. Um, and it's literally probably a, billion dollar yeah I think it is billion multi-million dollar um business and she was rejected countless times from investors who said no turned Mm -hmm. her down and she just really kept pushing and now like we said multi-million dollar if not billion dollar business so there's so many stories like that and I think I don't know personally I just really like hearing about them because it always gives me motivation and inspiration um another one is Jack Ma he was the founder of Alibaba if you guys don't know what that is it's like a how would you even describe it uh online yeah do you remember in Matilda Murray's episode how she spoke about finding suppliers and that's where a lot of people goes to Alibaba Mm -hmm. to supply things like clothing yeah I don't know freaking anything you can buy on there or you can buy it's like wholesaling it's like a platform where it links suppliers with clients and consumers Um, so he was the founder of that and he actually, again, billion dollar industry now. And he applied to, um, go to Harvard like 10 times and they turned him down. He tried to apply for a job at KFC and got rejected. He (laughs) tried to join the police force and got rejected. And now again, billion dollar industry. So I just think it's such a part of life rejection. And I know that it really does hurt in the moment, like both of us have mm-hmm. said, it can be literally crushing. But if you can, you know, look internally, what can you improve? Um, harness in on your clear brand direction, you know, build up your confidence and just keep pushing. Mm. I guarantee something eventually will work out for you. I think you just have to back yourself. Back yourself. 100%. Like all those people you just spoke about, like mm. Melanie, her name's Melanie, right? Yeah, Melanie, yeah, Melanie and Jack. Like they, like he got rejected from KFC, man. He just kept yeah, pushing. And kept pushing. now he's like one of the richest men in the world. I think it's so important. You just have to reflect when it's needed. Look inwards. Look at what you're doing. Restructure, reshuffle, do whatever you need to do, but continue to back yourself. Don't just... I don't know, fall into that mm. hole of, like, I got I rejected failed. once, I'm a failure, and nothing's ever going to, like, work out for me. Like Yeah. And do you know what? Each time you get rejected in any way, it becomes easier to It does with. become easier. And every single rejection is one step closer to success. Just Mic drop. <laughs> just literally think of it like that. Think of rejection as a good thing. Like, that's one less hurdle you have to overcome to, like, your finish line, you know? I really like that outlook. I think it's, yeah, it's just about changing your perspective on it all and just knowing that's not the end of the world and I, sunshine is coming. Sunshine is coming. I think as well as being realistic with timelines as well as a really big part of rejection and, like, on that journey of, I guess, seeking out success, I think you have to have realistic timelines. So, 
you know, if you get rejected once or something doesn't work out for you in the first year and you're like, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm a failure, this isn't working, I give up. You need to, like, things take time. Things take yeah. so much time. Things take hard work. You have to keep pushing. Like Kaylin said, you have to back yourself and eventually something will work out for you. Yeah, I completely agree. And don't let the opinions of other people set you back either. But also, like what we said earlier, it's important to know whose opinions to listen to. Um, like, personally, if I listened to some people's opinions, I would, like, I would still be working at my first job, mm. you know, or I would have given up on Wasteless at the first hurdle, you know? If I listened to the bullies from, like, yeah. <laughs> Sunshine Coast, oh. I would never be doing influencing work. It's true. It's so true. true. I literally was, like, absolutely ridiculed for, like, taking photos, and now I'm just, like, imagine if I listened to you. Yeah. No, you can't. You have to work out whose opinions matter. Yeah. You know, and take a lot of rejection with a grain of salt. Yeah. And just learn from it and grow. But you just have to back yourself. That's the most important thing. Well, that's really all I have to say. Me too. I feel like that was... I really loved this episode. This made me feel really motivated. Like Mm. I said, I'm kind of like in the middle of something right now. Like I'm on my like... talk about it. (laughs) No, it's not like... Whatever. But I just... (laughs) But, Fuck off, Maddie. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, no, but, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of, like, growing from some redirection, rejection vibes right now. And, yeah, I feel like this is motivating. I'm feeling good, feeling yeah. ready to go. Mm. So I hope you all feel that way, too, if you're going through it or you're just, yeah. Not really sh- doing a bit of searching for, like, what's working for you. Rejection's going to hit you your whole life. Whole life. Like in every mm. avenue, mm-hmm. so you might as well get used to it now, yeah, and learn how to handle it and how to grow from it, rather yeah. than just basking your wallows mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. Yeah, no, no, we're not basking in anything no. but love. Basking in love. God, that was a time. That was a time. I'm still basking in mm. love, but not my wallows. I love that. Yes. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you guys have enjoyed it and we hope that you found it inspirational. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, please. Or Maddie will personally come to your room in your sleep. Please. Unlock your phone with your thumbprint and do it herself. (laughs) Seriously. I really want to, I don't know. I'm just having fun with the Instagram page. It's like my dream mood board you know yeah well i just let you completely take the reins yeah. so everyone come join our ig fam and our facebook page we have a really good community i link it down below so if you just follow the link you can jump in or everyone on there has really good discussions i don't know share each other's instagrams we chat we vibe love it so come join that as well and my last request is that you download this episode please it means a lot to us and it really helps us you know, to keep creating this podcast, which we love. Yeah. Anyways. Have a great week, everyone, and we will see you.